Show! Offs. Oh, listen, I think some people got a quick glimpse of Larry there when they weren't meant to, but we'll pretend he's not here yet and we'll do that again properly later on. Listen, Kev, there's people coming in the door already. A massive, massive big welcome to everybody. We've got people already coming in from the States. We've got people across Scotland, people in Wales, people in Ireland, people in Australia and people in New Zealand. Absolutely amazing because, uh, well, let's be honest, we've got a very special guest tonight, Kev. We absolutely have all the way from New York City, um, I guess, and, and all the way from what two two months ago, Gav. We were I don't know if anyone everyone knows the story. Probably a lot of people do who are listening do know the story. For those of you that don't, Gav and I we were sitting uh, in the early days of the podcast before we'd even started broadcasting, and we both decided to to name our ideal dream guest, and, <laughs> and we, we went we went super high, didn't we? And <laughs> Gav. Uh, <laughs> Gab, who, who was your one again? Remind us. Mine, mine was Tiffany, the greatest, the singer of the greatest pop song of all time. Yeah, think we're alone now. <laughs> it doesn't need to be any Thundercats. Uh, we had Tiffany, and of course, mine's was, uh, and I didn't know Larry's name at the time. I just wanted the guy who played Lionel from 1980s hit TV cartoon classic <laughs> Thundercats. That was that was what I wanted, and. I, I don't know where it came from. I think it came from the happiest place uh, that I probably felt when I was a kid growing up, when I was with my brother and my two sisters, and we'd get up early on, on Saturday mornings before my parents were up, and we'd just watch. We'd watch class 80s television. And one of the shows, I mean, there was a whole bunch, wasn't there? There was Transformers. We spoke about He-Man. He-Man. Um, Brave Star. Oh, Brave Star was class as well. But the one that stood out, because we we're all about show-offs here, the one that stood out for me was Thundercats and and I think I think that the moment for I think the show off moment for me is is this this choreographed sword motion where where Lionel and Thundercats just whips his sword out and it grows just ever so slightly until it reaches full length over the course of this this chant this mantra that he shouts out and that for me was the most show off thing ever because this this guy just shines a light into the sky kind of Batman esque light and then, <laughs> you don't know who he, and then all of his pals come in to help out. It's it's like how what is I mean there's a bit of Kev, people I think I think it's fair to say like we're both excited mate but look at your face <laughs> like, like I've I've literally been smiling uh since we went like I said well actually since this morning when you get a tip you sent me a message this morning at like eight o'clock going dude can you believe it's tonight? <laughs> I know. Uh, like this, this, this has been. I mean, there was a family barbecue I had like last weekend. It was my my daughter's birthday. She was seven. We all get together for a family barbecue, and my brother received a meme, one of these kind of graphics that you get sent on your phone or social media, a meme of Lionel. Uh, doing some sort of pose, and I don't know what the words were. And my brother wrote back, so, "You know, did you send that because Kev?" is doing a podcast with the guy who plays Lionel, uh, with Larry as the guest. He's like, what? What? No, I didn't know this. And this is just coincidence. This is how much Thundercats are involved in our culture and our day-to-day -day culture. People are sending memes randomly with Lionel on it oh, to listen, inspire. I've got, I've got friends that I've not seen in over 20 years who live all across the world messaging me saying, is it true? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and, and the thing is, I have to say to them, is what true? Just just till I know that we're talking about the right thing. And also, I want to milk it uh, as much as I possibly can. Now, Kev, we've got, we've got a few people in, and I know that there's more people set to join, but we just want to let everyone know that you can throw questions into the chat tonight. If you've yeah. got anything you want to ask Larry, a.k.a. Uh, Lionel from Thundercats, um, he is in in the building, shall we say, virtually speaking. Uh, we'll just pop that up on the screen right there so that everybody can see Larry Kenny, a.k.a. Line from Thundercat. So if you have, um, I think we'll just throw that one up there as well. Uh, we'll make it flash a wee bit. If you're, if you're listening on the podcast, I'm just flashing the words actual legend because that is exactly what's, uh, uh, who we've got on the show tonight, an actual legend. So if you've got comments, if you've got questions, like no, as the same as when we've got other guests on, we're not going to get through every question because we've got lots of things we want to talk about. Mm, absolutely. Um, but make sure you you throw as much in as you possibly can. So um, I want to say a big shout out to all our listeners tonight. We've got a lot of people who always join us. You know, we've got people like Stephen coming in from the states. You know, we've got Damon. We've got DJ Wood. My nephew Lewis is in as always. You know, big shout out to everybody. You know, it's just uh, an honor to have you all here. And uh, Kev. Shall we just crack on? Will we just do it? 
I think so, yeah. I think the more time that we chat, we had this a less time, <laughs> Larry, isn't it? So, yeah. ladies, I mean, I can't believe I'm doing this. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys Hang and on, Kev. Sorry, oh, sorry, sorry. Kev, go on. Just, I want you to start again just because it was so awesome the first time. Do it again. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> Might add in a few extra categories now. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> boys and girls, felines. Okay, let me start that again. That didn't really sound good. I'm just going to keep it to the humans just now. And then we can we can build on that later. All right, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome for the first time ever to the Show Offs podcast, our special guest who we've been talking about for months. We didn't think we we're going to get him. We got him. Put your hands together for Larry Kenny. <laughs> yes. Larry, it's a pleasure. Hi, everybody. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us, Larry. As oh, Kev, oh, mate, thank you. As Kev was saying earlier on, um, we have literally teased this and talked about this for months. And when Kev came back to me one day and said, Gav, I've actually had a message from Larry Kenny saying that he'll come on the show, there was a moment where I was like, well, I don't believe you because I've, <laughs> as you've heard there, I've, I've been trying to get Tiffany on, on the show. And so far, so far, Larry, it's 1-0 to Kev. So, mate, how are you? I'm great, thank you. You know, uh, you mentioned that we were talking before the show, of course. Hi, everybody. Uh, and you mentioned Tiffany, and I didn't quite know what the connection was, but you told me. And so the last couple of minutes while you've been talking and I've been listening, I was trying to find a picture of Tiffany. <laughs> and, hold it, and hold it right up to there so she would be on when you came to me but it didn't work <laughs> uh we'll let you off we'll let you off we've we've tried endlessly we've we've emailed all her people we've we've contacted her but she's not she's not come back to us yet do you know maybe maybe we need to send a message from lino maybe oh, that's an amazing idea gav sure. maybe maybe that's what we do so we'll maybe how about we record that later on? Yeah. We'll, we'll get that sorted and we'll we'll get that off. So, Larry, that's part of the show, and then we can cut that bit out later. Yeah. We can do all of that. We, sure. We've got technological advances here. All right. Yeah. Now, Larry, we've got loads we want to talk to you about. But first up, why don't you tell everybody where you are in the world? Well, I'm in uh, Connecticut, actually, the state of Connecticut in in the United States. Uh, it borders New York State, and I'm about 35 or 40 minutes from New York City. <clears throat> I mean, I live in Connecticut, and I work in New York City, so it's about an hour train ride each way. You know, that's you where I am. Are you from there originally? Not from here. I'm from uh, the Midwest, the Midwestern okay. part of our country, and from Illinois. Uh, give you an idea. It's halfway between Chicago, Illinois, and St. Louis, Missouri. If that helps anybody. Yeah, Who, no, it does. I actually have uh, one of my cousins is is listening right now, and she she's in New York. I'm not sure exactly which part of New York. I know she's from Long Island, but uh, I'm sure she'll she'll probably chuck a wee message in shortly. Now, just so you know, Larry, we've got somebody on the chat who's jumped in and said that they lived in uh, Groton, Connecticut. Does that mean anything to you, Groton? Groton, yes, it's not very far from me. Probably, okay, probably fifty or sixty miles. Uh, it's it's the um, among other things, it's the home of um, uh, one of our submarine building companies in this country. They build uh, submarines. Yeah. It's well, a I have a I have a feeling that's why he's mentioned this because he this is a friend of mine who used to live here in Scotland and worked on the submarines. So that's exactly ah, what it is. And just and just so you know as well, somebody's also said in the chat that you look genuinely like their dad. So uh, that's that's my friend that's from Stuart Fennick, letting the Lionel from Thundercats know that he looks like his dad. Now, speaking of Thundercats, speaking yeah. of Thundercats, um, do you know, Larry? Let's go way back to was it 1985? Is mm -hmm. that right? Yeah, it went on the air in '85. Thundercats. Yeah. So how how did this come about? Like how how do you get to a point? where somebody picks up the phone or or you, you meet them at a meeting or at an event and they say to you, Larry, I've got an idea. And <laughs> it's a bunch of dudes who are cats, but kind of humans. And um, they're going to arrive on a crazy planet, which is actually Earth, but in the future. They'll be naked to begin with, but then they'll have clothes. Um, and I want you to be the voice of a guy who has a sword that does everything. Who's half um, man and half lion. Half man, yeah. half lion. How does that conversation come about? And in your head, what's going on? 
<clears throat> well, it comes about uh, from uh, with a call from my agent. Uh, of course, you have to have an agent in this business. And <clears throat> my agent called me one day back in actually late in 83. We had started, we started the whole process. And he said, um, <clears throat> they're going to start producing a new animated show. Uh, and uh, we're going to send you there to audition for it. And um, so you go there, uh, whenever the, the time, the allotted time and the place, you know, you go there and you, you audition and then you go home. And if they, if they, if they want to use you, they'll call you. If, if they don't, you'll never hear from them again. You know, so that's the way this business works. Uh, so my agent called and said, um, it was like a Friday and he called and said, uh, Monday morning at 10, let's say you go to uh, this casting place and, and you'll be auditioning for this new series called Thundercats. So I went there and um, I walk in. Of course, there's 200 other people there to audition. The walls are lined with uh, with drawings of uh, the characters and oh, kill. the Thunder Tank and all different kinds of things, you know. And um, then they give us a synopsis to look at about one paragraph for each character, what they're like, what their what their place in the story is, you know. And then they ask you to. Um, to pick two characters that you'd like to audition for one Thundercat and uh, one mutant. <laughs> okay. So I said, well, I'll, I'll audition for Lionel because uh, he's the boss. He's the leader. <laughs> and uh, I liked the way Jackal man looked. He's one of the mutants. <clears throat> yeah. so I said, I'll audition for those two. And I did. And uh, fortunately I, I got, I got those parts oh. along with, Hundreds of others. Of course, there were only five or six of us in the entire cast, you know, for 130 episodes. So we all did probably 100 voices over the three years it took to record the shows. Wow. And did you yeah. do any of the the other more kind of prevalent characters? Uh, well, yeah, I did. Uh, of course, I was Lionel, the Jackal Man. I was uh, a character named uh, Safari Joe, you know, the Australian guy. <laughs> Safari Joe. <laughs> and I was a couple of the Rober Burbles and uh, uh, oh gosh, so many I can't remember. And it, when you when you when you turn up at something like that, and of course you said that the drawings were all there. I mean, mm -hmm. in, of course you in your business, do you just walk in and think, "Yep, it's another cartoon, it's another show," or did you at any point walk in and think, "This is nuts"? No, I didn't. I uh, I thought it looked very interesting and. <clears throat> I could we could tell first of all that, that the the drawing, the caricatures, the, the caricatures of the characters were done very well. Uh, they had the entire third earth laid out, you know, in, wow. in paper with this and that. And my first thought was they really they're ready to do this thing. It's not <clears throat> they're not just coming up with an idea which we'll do in two or three years. You know, they're ready to go with this thing. And then once once we started recording it. Um, course we talk at lunch amongst ourselves you know and people we were, we were saying you know this uh this could, could could do well it's it's written very well the uh the cast we're all fantastic um the music's incredible oh yeah, yeah. So, oh yeah the, so the very yeah it's great music from yeah. from the very beginning we all knew this could be a good show but you never know what the public's going to think you know i mean uh, I've been involved in things we all have in this business and things that you go home thinking, ah, this is a hit. This is going to be so big. And for various reasons, it doesn't become big and vice versa. You, you think, well, it's okay. And the next thing you know, you're in a Toys R Us store a week before Christmas. <laughs> this is a true story. Uh, the show had been on the air maybe six months or so in 85, early 86. And um, I had been to this, Toys R, Toys R Us is out of business now. I don't know if you guys know about it, but it's, it's huge. Yeah, yeah. Same yeah. And the last time I had been in there, there was uh, one little section of Thundercats things, you know, maybe 10 feet long. This day when I walked in there, there were three entire aisles, rows, three rows, six aisles of nothing but Thundercats. And I said to myself, we got to hit. This is a big show. Because unfortunately, that's how you tell whether a show is doing well or not is the toy sales. Yeah, yeah, and but that's what drives a lot of the today, especially in animated shows. But we all knew, we all knew it was going to do pretty pretty well. 
I think when I was a kid <clears throat> in the eighties, there was um, um, there was a, a thing on the back of the cornflakes box where you you collected the tokens, and if you got enough tokens, and you could probably um, you could get a character Thundercats. Oh and, yeah, yeah. This is how it worked. I mean, we I was from quite a, a family that didn't have lots of money back then, mm-hmm. so this was mm-hmm. the this is the way that I was uh, I would I would try and connect. And so I, I obviously I was the eldest kid, so I was literally fighting off my younger siblings for the cornflake boxes for a good couple of months. Got enough tokens, sent them away. The thing was, oh, Larry, they never told you what character they were going to send oh. you back. They didn't tell you what character. You couldn't cross, I want that character. So eventually, a week or two later, postman comes, box in the post, really excited, opened it up. I got in fucking Mumra. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> There's a quote. Say that again, Larry. Say it again. Fucking <laughs> Mumra. I was so upset. I mean, his eyes glowed up and all that. It was oh, a yeah. character. Yeah. And I, I've changed my mind a wee bit about it since then. Um, as a, a story I was telling one of the, the mums at my daughter's school, saying, Oh, yeah, we've got a couple of cool special guests coming up. and one of them's um, one of them's from. Have you ever? Do you remember the eighties television program Thundercats? And she went, "Oh my god, you've <laughs> not got Mumra, have you?" <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, "No, we got Lionel." She's like, "Oh no, Lionel!" I'll tell you. I'll tell you a funny story. I don't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry. No, no, fire away, please. A little, a little delay. So, <laughs> um, I mentioned the rest of that story. I was just telling you where I went to Toys R Us two weeks before Christmas to, to do some Christmas shopping. And I noticed this, my God, there are now three, three aisles, three rows of Thundercat stuff. I'm, I'm looking around thinking, boy, this show is a hit. And I passed these two young boys, uh, probably seven, eight years old. And they're looking at the Thundercats figure uh, action figures. And as I slowly walk by them, cause I'm taking everything in too. I, I hear one of them say, I'm going to get Panthro. He's the best one. And the other kid says, I think I'll get Tiger. I, I, I like Tiger. So I couldn't help myself. You know, I said, uh, fellas, why don't you get Lionel? He's the guy who says, Thundercats, ho! And they looked, <laughs> they looked at me like I was nuts. And just turned back around. So I just walked away thinking, oh, oh. And, and then as I walk away, I hear one kid say to the other, he didn't even sound like Lionel. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. I, I myself, love it. If you only knew, kid. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. And now somebody's somebody's asking. Uh, Aileen's asking. Um, that, well, she's mentioning that she saw that you actually agreed to reprise your role on Family Guy. Is that right? Yes, I did. I did one episode of Family Guy. Yeah, pardon me. Brilliant. Now, did I read somewhere that you weren't sure about doing that initially? Uh, yes, I. Um, I had seen Family Guy and and loved it. It's a brilliant show. Seth MacFarlane's a genius, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and they had even, I even saw one episode where they had a short bit with Lionel on it. And I think Seth MacFarlane did the Lionel voice. So when my agent called me and said Seth had called him and asked if I would be on the show doing Lionel, I was kind of surprised. Uh, and I said, oh, gosh, you know, I don't know if I want to do it. I told my agent, I said, because it's a brilliant show, but I have a very strong sense of protecting the legend of Thundercats and the the legacy. Legacy is a word, I guess. I feel very strongly about not doing anything that's going to denigrate, you know, what Thundercats is, what it means to people. Because all my life, well, not all my life, ever since Thundercats was on, which was just 40 years ago, so it could be a lifetime. But since then, I've always gotten mail and now email from people and many of whom tell me in various degrees of detail uh, about their childhood that was not very good. You, you know what I'm talking about. Some yep. of them, sure, were, were abused and some of them were just poor or whatever. And, and, and um, so many of them have told me that they say, you know, that half hour every day that I could go into my room and watch Thundercats for a half an hour, nothing but that's, the world was gone away. I mean, it just... It took my cares away and all that. And that means a lot to me. I, you know, uh, and so I never, I never wanted to do anything that made fun of Thundercats or anything like that. And that's why I said to my agent, I don't think I should do this because I've seen that show and it's brilliant, but it's, you know, the language they use and, you know, yeah. and all of that. 
And I don't think so. And my son was in the room and he, and, and, and he said, after I hung up, he said, Dad, why, why won't you go on that show? It's the, it's the biggest show on television. Big stars are asking to be on that show, <laughs> playing themselves on that show. And I said, well, you know, Tanner, I, you know, I have this thing about, I just don't want the kids who, you know, the kids, the fans to hear me doing something that's dirtier or whatever. Tanner says, my son says, dad, the kids are 35 years old now. And this, <laughs> yeah. and this is what they watch. Yeah. You know? So I said, okay, you know what? I called my agent back. I said, send me a script and I'll look at the script. And if it's not, too over the top, you know, I'll do it. They sent me the script and I said, no fucking way. I'm not going <laughs> to. I was hoping you were going to say, fuck, fucking Mumra. <laughs> so I, I, I did. I thought, no, because it's, you, if, you, if you've seen the episode, have you seen the episode? Um, actually, do you know what? I haven't seen okay. it. All right. I, re I read about it. So, well, oh, did you? Okay. I'm, I'm going to let you tell everybody. Yeah. Uh, um, so the script is, uh, the, the story takes place in San Francisco, where for some reason uh, Peter Peter Griffin is it the, the lead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Quagmire, <laughs> you know, yeah, the um, sex crazed guy. For some reason, they're driving through the streets of San Francisco, and and uh, Quagmire says to Peter, or vice versa. Oh, Peter Griffin says to Quagmire, you know, but there's a lot of strange couples living together in this town. Huh? <laughs> And they go immediately to a, an interior of an apartment where Lionel is standing, is kind of amusing, and Chitara walks by. And um, I, I forget exactly what they said to each other, but she decides to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> At which time Lionel takes out the Sword of Omens and points it toward the bathroom door and says, Sword of Omens, come to my hand. I, Lionel, command it. At that point, are you trying to see in there? <laughs> Snarf comes walking by and says, what you doing, Lionel? And Lionel goes, oh, uh, nothing. I just, uh, you want to get stoned? <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's the story. And that's why I thought maybe I, maybe I shouldn't do it. But I did. And I, I never heard any negative, any fans who were negative about it. You know, so. Yeah. And no, are, are you, are you, are you and so you're glad that you did it? Yeah, oh, sure. Yeah, it was satire, you know. No one that <clears throat> I mean, Gavin and I were talking about before the the morality that's um embedded in the Thundercats script. Mm -hmm. We were when we were doing research about it, Gav, do you want to do you want to talk about that? You'd yeah, so I you mentioned there that um, a lot of a lot of young kids um would, would share stories about that half an hour. Um, watching <clears throat> watching Thundercats yeah. and and Larry, I, I I remember this. I remember as a kid watching Thundercats and not only loving the characters, I loved the animation, mm -hmm. I loved everything about it. But there was always a great feel good, like a great sort of moral undertone to every single right. story. Now, I I read um, when we were doing a wee bit of of research ahead of tonight that every single script mm -hmm. was checked by now i might be slightly wrong here but like like a an educational psychologist or or something like that to make sure that the moral of every story was was there and the reason this is of interest to me larry i i run a business that specializes in working in schools with young people mm. and everything we do is around positive psychology mindset all that good stuff um so when i read that about thundercats it not only could i I think remember that in every story, but it really resonated with me. And I just, I wanted to ask, is that, is that true? It is true. As a matter of fact, Thundercats came about because well, at the time it came about in the early eighties, when they started thinking about doing a new show, uh, animated shows in, in America were, were getting a lot of criticism. There was especially one group of uh, mothers who had formed a, a strong coalition, and we're protesting <clears throat> all the violence in children's in children's um, programming, especially animation. And um, so everybody was talking about we've got to you know you've got to do something about this. So Rankin Bass, the company that created Thundercats and Silverhawks and Tiger Sharks and all the other things we did, um, they decided it was a good time to, to do a, an animated show that was a superhero show as the kids would love. It's, it's got all the things they want. But instead of having all the violence and, and 
nastiness and everything, uh, it would try to impart some some morals. The Code of Thundera, truth, yeah. honor, loyalty. Justice. Justice, thank you. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so that's what, that's what they did. And it, it's true, like you said, every in every episode, well, first of all, the one of the first things you'll notice is that uh, Thundercats. There, there is some violence. I mean, they do get in fights with yep. uh, Ra and his and his mutants and everything. But not until the Thundercats have tried to talk them out of it, have tried to make them see the error of their ways. You know, it's it's more of a let's work this work this out kind of thing. That's a and that that, that was kids. that was very much a thing about cartoons in the eighties, wasn't it? Because Transformers was very similar. You know, mm -hmm. there's there's fantastic quotes out there from Optimus Prime. There's um, yeah, I've even I've even quoted Optimus Prime in some of some of my books. I, I think because the 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 moral undertone again is so positive, and even He Man, there was always that bit at the end that just pulled it together mm -hmm. and something nice about it. And it, yeah. see, it and it it's actually something we could probably do with right now in in cartoons. Yeah. You know, it's it, it's that kind of thing. Um, there's a great question has come in for you, um, Larry. Now I'm going to actually just pop it on the screen so that we can all see it. Oh. So Graham is asking if there was one other voice role you could have had, what would it be? Oh, yes. And can you give us a blast of it? Oh gosh, that's a good question. Uh, I'm often that often asked that strangely enough. Uh, if there's another role I could have had, what would it be? Um, I've never sat down and thought, gee, I wish I had this role. I wish I had that role. I just sit around and think, God, I'm the luckiest guy in the world. You know, the jobs that I have had and, and I've been yeah. very lucky in the business. And I, I really am thankful for that. Um, I think probably keeping it within Thundercats, it would have been fun as hell to play Mumra. <laughs> but we all had the greatest time every day in the studio watching Earl Hammond play Mumra because <laughs> You know, he was very, well, you know how Mumra. Yeah, like, that, that roar he does right at the end. It's, it's just, oh, yeah. It yeah. raises the roof, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, he, he, yeah, whenever he starts getting, you know, he's very like this. And then all of a sudden he goes, Ancient spirit of evil, transform this decayed form into Mumra, the ever living. <laughs> 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 is that actually what Errol did when yes. he did the mum he just started coughing at the end. Yes. as a matter of fact and you may have seen this in another interview it's, it's so true we used to love to watch Earl but we'd all watch this watch the uh, uh, stay trying to stay a couple of pages ahead you know glance to see because every time we, we could see that it was Mumra was about to explode uh oh here comes here comes the next page he's going to do that thing we'd all move back because when Earl did the Mumra thing, when you watch Mumra, you know how the drool comes out of his mouth? Amazing. <laughs> I love it. That Earl did that too. His, his, <laughs> and the drool was was started rolling down his chin. Over in the corner like this. And he would, as he was talking, sometimes he would go, ancient spirits are evil. <laughs> I love it. Larry, there's another brilliant question that actually a few people have asked, but mm. if you don't mind, this is actually, it's actually my nephew has has uh, posed this question. So I'm going to chuck it on the screen again. Okay. So Lewis uh, is asking, has Larry had any uh, acting or, or voice acting roles outside of Thundercats? Now we know you have, so uh, tell us, tell us a little bit about it. Okay. Well, staying in the animated genre, uh, uh, I did two other shows for Rankin Bass, the same company that produced Thundercats. Uh, one was called Silverhawks, which was a very popular series. Uh, it was in space, you know. Mm -hmm. And yeah. one, the next one was called Tiger Sharks, where we were all half yeah. fish and half people. And that <laughs> one was not such a, as big a hit. But uh, And then we did um, a weekend show on ABC on Saturday mornings. It was a two-hour mm -hmm. show made up of four 15-minute shows which was kind of interesting uh and i was on a couple of those uh, mini monsters um oh gosh i can't remember now you know it's so long ago but yes I, i've done a lot of acting roles i'm currently uh, acting in a, a video game we're doing a lot of video games now oh brilliant uh it's called red dead redemption 2 are you guys uh, gamers 
Me, I, we it's we me know it. Here. Okay. It's, me, it's not made here in Edinburgh. Is Red Dead not one of the uh, the, the the games that's made by um, what's that Edinburgh massive um, Scottish gaming company? Rockstar. Rockstar. Yeah. Are they from Red Scotland? Dead? Yeah, they started in Scotland. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Hmm. So when Red everything, Dead, every, out, every, everything started in Scotland, Larry. Yeah, we, I, I don't know if you know that Thundercats yeah. are Scottish as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not know. It makes sense because uh, when we record, most of the people from the company are uh, have a British dialect. Yeah, yeah. A lot of there's a lot of people that we well that I know in the area where I live. I mean, their office is not more than a mile away from where I am. Wow. Here in Edinburgh, and uh, a few people I know are working in the game industry, and men, most of them work for Rockstar. And when yeah. Red Dead came out, I'm I'm not a gamer, or at least I'm not I'm not anymore. I loved it when I was a kid. The, the poster, you know, they spent money advertising it around the city. The place was covered with Red Dead Redemption everywhere. And we've got a few people who are gamers who are uh, joining in saying how much they've enjoyed it. What character were you in the... Uh... My character in Red Dead Redemption 2 is uh, J.B. Cripps. J.B. Cripps. J.B. Cripps. He's a cantankerous old guy who uh, talks like this and says things like, well, now she claimed to be royalty. But she had a head the size of a pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> and he's the entire game. He's People come to him in this game because he's been around for 100 years and knows how to set up camp. It's fur trading. Uh, he's, a, he's a fur trader, you know, trapper and trader. It's, this is back in the 1800s. And um, so that's, that's what he does. Uh, I also was in um, years ago in... Um, Grand Theft Auto. Cool. Yeah, Another yeah, Scottish yeah. game. Four. Yeah, Rockstar as well. Yep, yeah, it is. Rockstar. I was in one called Mafia 2 that I don't think was Rockstar, but it might have been. So I've done four or five video games. And was it Lionel that opened the door for those gigs? Was it? it, was it, or was it? I don't know. I mean, I, I, there probably are people who, who've hired me because of my work on Thundercats. But again, it's almost always you have to audition for everything in this business. Yeah. yeah, a great actually a great a great question here from from Aileen. Um, ha, have you acted in any roles where we can see your face? <laughs> what do you think, you <laughs> <laughs> uh, Larry? We we both think you're a very attractive man. Oh, okay. <laughs> Earlier, um, I did. Well, yeah, I did a I did a game show in New York for three years back in the seventies called Bowling for Dollars. Cool. It, it was exactly what it sounds like. People would. Uh, uh, come on the show, and they would bowl at, the, at Madison Square Garden. They had a bowling center there, and depending upon how many strikes or spares they got or whatever, they could win, you know, a new car or a mink coat. Or, but most of them won like twenty dollars. Because you know, sounds we had a we had a similar show in the UK in the eighties called Bullseye, and it was exactly what you've just described, except they were throwing darts instead ah, of bowling. Darts. That was it. Yeah, yeah, old school, old school darts. Um, <laughs> Uh, so listen, t tell us like with with just to go back to Thundercats. Mm. So obviously the the merchandise was oh. huge. Mm. Now, if you think about shows like uh, or or Phil, actually let's let's use Star Wars as an example here, right? Now, um, oh, I can see that. I can see it. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Bring Is up that the camera again, Larry? So we can see that. Can yeah, bring up the camera again. Bring it up to the camera again. Is that an original one, Larry? No, no. I think this game. Uh... I believe this came from the, the reboot in 2011. Wow. Uh, I think so. Hold it up so we can see it. Oh, man. Amazing. Without glare. Is, there, is there glare? Yeah. No, no, no. we can see that. It looks... okay. We can see it. Yeah. Absolutely tremendous. We love it. Um, so, so obviously, there was, you know, even back, <laughs> brilliant, even back in the, the 80s and, and early 90s, obviously, there was a huge number of toys. Now, if you think about, other big hits like Star Wars was the one I was going to use, and I know Star Wars is, is massive, but you know there's there's all sorts of stories that all the actors and performers were offered small percentages of the merchandise. Was that ever something that was brought up in conversation, or, or did you miss out? No, there? no, they had learned their lesson by. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the only thing I've come close to on that <clears throat> many years ago, I did a record album called the Honest to God, We Really Mean It, Very Last Richard Nixon album. <laughs> and <laughs> it actually turned out to be a pretty funny album. But uh, 
the timing was bad. By the time we got it recorded and, and out, Nixon had been impeached. <laughs> you know? oh, okay, yep. Yeah. Uh, it was very funny. But the point I the point is that uh, Earl Dowd, the man who created the album, produced the album, had produced several years earlier an album called The First Family. It was about the Kennedys. And it became the number one selling album in the world. Not just wow. comedy albums, the number one selling album in the world for, you know, a, a year. I mean, it was huge. And Earl Dowd, the producer, told me when we recorded the, the Nixon thing, he said, now, Larry, I'm going to make the same deal I made um, Vaughn. Vaughn Meter was the guy whose name who played Kennedy on that album. He said, I'm making the same offer. Uh, I, I offered uh, Vaughn 50 cents an album or $100,000 or something like that. And he took the he took the hundred thousand dollars, and of course the album sold twenty five million records. You know he would have made. Wow! Yeah. So I said, "Well, I'm no dummy. I'm going to take the uh, you know the, by this time I was up to a dollar an album. I think I'll take the dollar an album. We sold four copies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not really, but it, it, you know, because about two months before the album finally came out, Nixon was out of office. You know, so yeah, absolutely. We I all, love it. I, we all just wanted to forget it and not, you know, buy a comedy album. Oh, mate! Listen, we've uh, we want to ask you about uh, a couple of videos that are on YouTube to do with Thundercats. Now, Kev, if you can get one I've ready, to play. ready to go, yeah. and actually, people have asked us, "Will you be talking about <laughs> the outtakes?" Now, um, the outtakes are outtakes. <laughs> you know exactly what we're talking about. Now, the out for anybody that doesn't know what we're talking about, um, on YouTube there are outtakes from the original Thundercats, which of course mm. Barry was uh, a huge star of uh, in in the role of Lionel, among others. Um, and these outtakes are legendary in 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 their own right. They've become infamous. Yeah. Um, so, if uh, before we chat about it, um, let's. Um, Let's play a wee clip of it. So I uh, hope everybody that's joined us tonight enjoys this. You, you've got to snap out of it, Lion-O. Call the Thundercats before. Shut up, you fuck. I should have known the Territor didn't mean us any harm when the Sword of Omens didn't obey me. And anyway, it was just plain stupid to assume it might be bad. Just what the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> it's when Wiley Cat and Kid are pretending to be the most helpful that they're dropping their pens on the thing while I'm talking. Let's find the mega condenser. I'm saying that too fast. Let's find the mega condenser. Still going too fast. What's wrong, Lion O? <laughs> Fuck, here it is again. <laughs> what's, what's here again? That thing, that, that mega thing. Want me to say it? Yes. I'm going to put this one right between. Brilliant. <laughs> Right, and it goes on, and and if 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 it anybody... <laughs> I think so. The, the layout, I'm guessing, is Larry. You're in a room, and all the actors are in this dark room. And you've all got your own microphone, so there's a lot of eye contact going on. You're kind of speaking oh, yeah. to Mumra. I mean, you are Jackal Man, but you can see Chitara and Tiger yeah. all that across. So there, there must be. Do you did you ever have that scenario where you start putting pe 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 each other off? You must you must have had those days where you just wanted to. Upset Tiger or Panthro during an important moment. <laughs> well, well, we were all seasoned professionals. Everybody on the show, <clears throat> pardon me, you know, had been in the business for quite a while, and we're used to that. Um, uh, and, and we had a, the greatest time. I mean, the, we became well. We, we did 130 episodes of Thundercats. Then we did, I think, 130 episodes of Silverhawks and 65 of the next one. And you know what I'm saying? We worked together yeah. five or six years continuously five or six years doing all the because then after those we did for Rankin Bass we did some uh, some holiday animation specials um uh star for Jeremy and the life and adventures of Santa Claus and all that so we were together so much for several years that we became like a family you know and we we acted like when we got crazy together you know are you, still in, are you still in touch with these guys some of them well unfortunately Earl Hammond has died oh he, he was a mumra Bob McFadden who played uh, Snarf uh, died many years ago, and uh, I believe Earl Hyman, who played Panthro, I'm not sure if he's still with us. I hope he is. 
Um, but I see Lynn Lipton occasionally, Chitara, mm -hmm. who I refer to as the original Thundercats ho. And uh, <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. And, uh, <clears throat> and and Peter Newman, Tigro. I see them. Yep. We have the same agent for one thing, so I see them around town. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Well, listen, there's a brilliant question here. Um, I've seen it as from, well. Well, I don't know. I don't know if you're looking at the same one. I'm looking at one from Doogie. Is that the one you're looking at? That's what I'm seeing as well. Yeah. Right. So let me pop it up on the screen for you, Larry. The Scottish accent is meant oh, to be one of the oh, hardest to get right for <laughs> anyone non-Scottish. Can Larry give us his best tip? Now, actually, this is hilarious because before we came live tonight, uh, uh, Larry gave us a bit of Scottish accent. So, uh, now, now is your uh, your moment. Well, let me preface it by saying I did my Scottish accent, and you said sounds uh, sounds Irish. <laughs> <laughs> it does, I know. As I told you guys earlier, it seems like every time I try to do a foreign accent, it comes out sounding Irish. I don't know why, but uh, I can do a wee bit, you know. Uh, okay. I, I love the way you call me. How you pronounce my name, Larry? 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 Larry. <laughs> Almost like laddie with a D, isn't it? Yeah, Larry. it is. Larry, give us a wee bit then. A wee yeah. bit. A wee bit. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it earlier. I think I, I, go ahead. My favourite thing you said earlier on with a Scottish accent was uh, what I'm putting on the screen right now. That's brilliant. To all my friends in Scotland. Oh, I love it. I find it a very hard accent to do. I mean, the Irish one is simple. Everybody does a fucking Irish accent, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but this, I found this fine Scottish and Welsh is very, very hard. Oh yes, me. yeah. Oh, for everybody, love, even people love, in Wales. I love listening to the Scottish. It's so it just trips off the tongue, you know. You've been and to it's Scotland, so it's, it's it sounds poetic to me, but I just can't do it. I apologize. Have you ever been to Scotland? No, I wish I I, I would intend to sometime, but I, I have not been no. I've only well, been to the UK once. I was in, in London for a week back in 1981, I think it was. But I've not traveled the world very much. Okay. Okay. Well, listen, there's obviously one extremely important thing that everybody would love, would love to request uh, this evening. And that's everybody that's watching live. But of course, we have a huge number of people that download our podcast on all the usual platforms like Apple mm -hmm. and Spotify and everything else. And we just, we know that people are waiting for what, for, well, actually, <laughs> there's, there's, there's not just one line with you. There's, there's, there's a few, of course. Um, but um, I think uh, if it's okay with you, we would love to ask if you would deliver us. Oh, I've just put something on the screen. That's actually an accident. I do apologize. If uh, you could deliver some of your most famous lines for us, if you were up for giving us a wee bit of thunder, thunder, thundercats hole, that would be incredible. If you want to add other stuff around it, it's entirely yeah. up to you, but just if you're up for it, go for it. Well, the um, I'm saving the big one for last. I want that everybody knows. Pardon me button good thank goodness <clears throat> um one that you hear in every episode is uh um sword of omens come to my hand i lionel command it several times a show or at least one time every show um and you can all at home do this along with me okay i'll do the thunder 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 and then uh, i'll do the thunder 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 and then we'll all do thundercats ho okay ready good. definitely yeah, yeah. thunder Thunder, thunder, Thundercats! Great, you guys were great. I love it. Right, we've got, we've got. Uh, I'm going to put something on the screen for you, and uh, I think we we've got our own version of it. So I think uh, we would love you to do Thunder, Thunder, Thundercats show offs, which is the name of the name of the show. <laughs> would you be up for that for us? Oh, we we can't oh, hear you. Can't hear you. Do it. Do it. Oh, you're hang on. You've 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 gone quiet, Larry. We can't hear you. So I could. Uh... Yeah, you're back. We missed that. Could you give us the last five, ten seconds? I had it on mute because you wouldn't have liked what I said. I said, "Fucking <laughs> <laughs> mumra." <laughs> um, okay, so it's thunder, 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 thundercats show 
offs. Offs. Yes, that would be amazing. It's my first time ever doing this now, folks. So don't be too tough on me. <clears throat> Thunder. 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 Thundercats. Show offs. Yes. <laughs> that is pure, amazing. We oh. pure magic. Pure magic. Uh, we uh, we we couldn't have uh, we couldn't have asked for any more, Larry. Thank you so much. Um, great. Now, Larry, if you get any questions you would like to ask us about Scotland, is there anything you've ever wondered about Scotland? Is it true? Is this is you know any myths, any legends that you would like to you would like to ask us? Gee whiz! I, the only legend that I remember hearing all my life about Scottish people is that they're cheap. <laughs> 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 well, it's not a myth, but it is a legend. <laughs> it is. It runs through some movies and television shows. They make jokes about, you know. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're we're yeah, tight. I don't know how that even came about that somebody that Scottish people are. It was probably one guy mm. in the beginning who was, you know, a little close with the dime, as we used to say. But yeah. no, I um, I really don't can't think of anything that. Um, any myths or anything about Scottish people? I've just always heard they're just wonderful people. Yeah, brilliant. Well, listen, we've got all sorts of people joining the chat saying things like a huge thank yeah. you to you, Larry. People are saying what a great guest. So glad uh, that they tuned in. There's a huge amount of love, huge amount of laughter. There's people saying Larry's the man. Oh. Everybody, uh, everybody was loving your uh, your lino, uh, your lino lines there. It just it, that's the bit that you know. When we told people you were coming on, they were like, do you think he'll do it? Do you think he'll actually <laughs> see it? And it's like, well, if he doesn't, we're going to be upset. You know, it would it, it would be it would be disappointing. So um, we we absolutely love the fact you've joined us. Now, before we go, are you up for, for joining in with a wee game that we do every single week called Word or Not a Word? Sure. Brilliant. So let me explain the premise. Um, it doesn't matter who we have on the show. We always like to do this. Basically, every week, Larry, um, we play word or not a word. I share a word with you and all our viewers, all our listeners. And basically, you all have to decide if it's a word or not a word. If it's okay? a recognized word, like, a, like in a dictionary. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Is it officially a word or is it not a word? And then we talk about what it means. It's a bit of a random game. It's got nothing to do with the theme of the podcast, but we like to chuck this in. So you you and Kevin can have a bit of a chat about it if you want. We let our listeners go. So here is... It's a is... surprise for me as well. So we're, we're both okay. on the same... Okay. Level here, Larry, yeah. So right. I'll give you one example of a word that we had in the past, Larry. Um, it was the word whelmed. Not overwhelmed, but <clears throat> whelmed. Or, you I know, believe... I, Go well, for it. Whelmed. I believe that it means the same as overwhelmed. I believe that if you're whelmed, you are overwhelmed. You are spot on, my man. Absolutely, hundred percent. And everybody respect. said, "Do you know?" Everybody said it wasn't a word, Larry. But you are correct. So here's this week's word. I'm going to pop it on the screen. Friendlily. <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> it sounds like some kind of a, a company. You know that companies today that. Like Zulily and all those things online. Yeah, it could be. It could be. I mean, I, I, you know, it's uh, if I maybe put it into a sentence for you guys. Um, so it's pronounced friendlily. Um, it might say something like he friendlily questioned my use of the word friendlily. Mm. I'm going to say this is not a word. Yeah, I'm with mm. you, Larry. This is made up. Yeah. Friendlily, it's just mm. an extra. <laughs> how would uh, how would Lino pronounce it? He would refuse to pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he would. He would. Pantro, I want you to come over here and friendly me. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely brilliant! I love it. So actually, we've got there's quite a few people join in. So we've this got people saying one second. Did we determine it is or is not a word? I haven't told you. I haven't oh, told yeah. you yet. Um, so there's some of our listeners, there's a lot of people saying not a word. There's some. Uh, Paul says not a word. Stephen says not a word. Adam says it is a word. James, Hannah says it's not a word. Paul says no. Um, and Stuart says it's an adverb. Uh, so so um, let me tell you, uh, would you believe me anymore if I told you that the meaning of friend Lily is to do something in a friendly way. 
every way. Yeah. So friend Lily is a word. It's like friendly. It is officially a word. So we might say friendly, yeah. but actually the correct word is friend Lily. It's just nobody uses it. So there Brilliant. we go. Now, is that, is that British and American, Gav? Because we don't want Larry going out into the streets tomorrow and telling all the cows. I have a friend, Lily, who says this is not a word. <laughs> yeah. Well, as long as she says it in a friend, Lily way, then nobody, nobody will be, nobody will be offended. It could be, yeah, friendly. If you do something, if you're, fr- if you do something uh, that's friendly, you did it in a friendly way. But I would never. I mean, you kind of would accidentally say that, wouldn't you? If you were in that scenario where you were you were saying it, uh, that's how I think. When I said it out loud as a word by itself, it doesn't sound right. But if I was in a in a position where I was talking about a friendly way, I probably would say friendly. Actually, now that I think about it, or maybe if you were drunk, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you are. You know, seriously, seriously, you are a very friendly person. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Larry, have you got have you got any other amazing gigs coming up? Is there anything you can tell us about that you're excited about? Any new shows you're working on? Mm. No, and right now, um, we don't know how long it's gonna be till we do some new shows, you know. Of course. Of course. Uh, yeah. of course. Uh, I had a couple of things that were, of course, put off for a while, which I I can't really talk about. There was another there's another okay. animated series and uh, a, cam- a commercial campaign. You know, I do a lot of commercials over here too. <clears throat> it's basically Count, is uh, Count Chocula one of them? Count Chocula? You, do you get Count Chocula in England, in Scotland? No, no. But one of our viewers has dropped that into the chat. Mm-hmm. Count Chocula cereal, frightfully delicious. <laughs> <laughs> is that him in the background? Is that him in the background? Right. Oops. Right over there. Right. Amazing. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, we, we can, we can uh, that again. and then I, I've been doing him for 40 years. And oh, wow, I, yeah, uh, for 39 years, I've been doing um, uh, another cereal called Cocoa Puffs, and the character is um, is uh, Sonny the Cocoa Puffs bird or the cuckoo bird. And he says, okay. Okay, I won't go cuckoo for my favorite cereal, Cocoa Puffs. Yahoo! I've cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Would you do? Would you do your lines from Thundercats in that voice? Oh, wow. <laughs> come to my hand. I, Sully, command it. <laughs> work that. That's amazing. That's amazing. I love it. Uh, listen, Larry, thank you so uh, much for yeah. joining us. My pleasure. There's going to be so many questions that we'll have that will come to us, and we will be like, oh, we, we, we forgot to ask this. But yeah, we, we've... Yeah, well, you know what? That maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe we'll get you and uh, Chitara. Maybe we'll get a double act on the go. Maybe, maybe. yeah, that would be amazing. Or, or it might be you and Tiffany. Oh, Lionel and Tiffany. (laughs) (laughs) What's Tiffany's Tiffany? He's got a thing for Tiffany. Yeah. Well, do you know it was funny because we 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 were there's so many guests you could have on a podcast and you can go down, you can go down the really obvious route or you can go back to your childhood, dig deep and pull these characters out that genuinely played this huge Mm. part in your, in your making, you know, in your upbringing and so on. And, um, and that was just, that was just one of those songs that just was there that, you know, was, and it is to this day, albeit she didn't write it and it was a cover. It's one of the best pop songs that that there's ever been. So maybe one day, Larry, and uh, we will let you know if she agrees uh, but uh, we will make sure we get uh, Lionel to do the request for us. <laughs> and uh, who knows? Maybe that's enough to convince her that uh, the Show Offs podcast is, it, is right for shall her. We, shall we record that request just now? So we got that, and then we can uh, we can. Ba- is that okay with you, Larry? Would you mind? I think what, we have uh, to use the the Sword of Omens to request it, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a great idea. We don't even have a Sword of Omens here. I know. We just need the audio. <laughs> yeah, it's just the audio. <laughs> we don't expect the sword to fly in. For the <laughs> How disappointing! <laughs> Fucking no, Mumra. I forgot what you wanted me to. Oh, to, to suggest to her that we come on your show together or something. Yeah. Just, if you could ask t- Tiffany. The be- the singer of the best pop song in the world to join us on the show off yeah, podcast. We, see, hi Tiffany, this is Lionel. We okay, Larry. <clears throat> yep. Okay. Hi Tiffany, this is Lionel. 
Yes, yes, the Lion O from Thundercats. Yes, yes. Calm down. I have a request. Uh, two of my friends in Scotland have an incredible show called The Show Offs. And um, well, I'm on it right now, as a matter of fact. And uh, we were all talking about how much we love Tiffany and that incredible song that everybody still loves. And one of us thought, what if we could get Tiffany on the show with Lionel? And now it occurs to me, I'm supposed to be doing this whole thing as Lionel, but I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, that was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. That's we love perfect. it. We That's love perfect. it. I've had yeah. a great time, guys. Thank you so much. Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank May you. May I just take one second uh, to sure. thank who's everybody who joined us, who's watching us, uh, uh, listening to us, and everybody who's ever been a Thundercats fan and uh, uh, or any of the other work I've done. Uh, I appreciate it so much. Thank you. If it weren't for you people, I wouldn't be sitting here. I, I might be sitting here, but nobody would care. <laughs> <I'd be talking. laughs> so thank you all. I love all of you. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Now, Larry, you wait, wait there. We'll be with you in a couple of minutes. Okay. Yeah, don't, don't go anywhere. But a big thank you to Larry. Big round of applause, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Larry Kenny, a.k.a. Lion Open the Thundercats. Show-offs. Show-offs. Brilliant. Listen, so, Kev, how cool was that? My, that I just can't – see, I was trying to explain this to my daughter today, who's seven, and I was telling Gav the story. I was trying to make this make sense to her. And I was saying, imagine – Imagine, right, tonight, imagine Peppa Pig is downstairs right now. Peppa Pig's downstairs. She's wanting to come in. She's wanting to have a conversation with you. That is what is going on for your dad this evening. And she's like, oh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> so her challenge, I'm going to set my daughter a challenge now. She needs to get Peppa Pig. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. I love it. Well, listen, um, Kev, I, like that's made that's made my whole day. It's, it's made my whole week already. Absolutely brilliant. And uh just what a fantastic guest, so fun to talk to, um, and just up for you know you've always there's always that concern. Will they will they join in? Will these mm. people do the voices? But Larry is just a, a true gentleman, a true performer, and uh, just another. And really, we're really grateful. We're really grateful. It's it's been yeah. a big a big a big dream of ours. So again, a big thank you, um, Kev. Um, we, do you want to talk about Tiffany anymore? <laughs> Oh, Tiffany. Oh, me. Um, you know, Tiffany is actually Gav's um, Gav's challenge guest, but we decided <laughs> this week to <laughs> to work together, didn't we? We decided to pull our forces. So we have come up. Now, we've got two we decided to, We decided to pull our what? We know. We've, we've come up. I didn't, we didn't pull anything. I mean, okay. no. we, we come up with two strategies. One was to get, we've implemented already, that was to get Larry to invite her on in our behalf. The second strategy is we're going to reveal it next episode, next time. It's mind-blowing. And we need every single one of your help to implement it. It's not going to work without you, our listeners, our live feed watchers. Without your help, we will not be able to make this next strategy work. Will we, Gav? Uh, this is this is uh, this is very true. It is a massive team effort from everybody on the Show Offs podcast. Mm. Uh, so I think... Uh, Kev, I would just like to pop my favourite quote of the whole show up tonight, <laughs> if that's okay with you. And, okay, <laughs> and the thing is, what I love about this is you and I can still see Larry. Uh, the public can't, but we can see him, and he's giggling away. So, Kev, I think we say to everyone... I see him. I see him. He's going like this. I think, uh, Kev, I think we call it a day. I think we wrap that up. A big thank you to everyone uh, joining tonight. We will see you. We will hear you. You will hear us next week. And uh, have we got any jingles we need to play this week, Kev, before we just say fucking Mumra? What should we do? Should we do the show-offs one? Yeah, let's have a wee jingle so that we... Larry, you'll have to forgive me for this because my... uh... My my recordings are nowhere near up to the standard of his ones. So we'll do we'll do um show offs the show offs um jingle. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, this is um live entertainment. Now do so, me to I feel like we're finished on a high here, Kev. <laughs> oh, don't do this to me, Gav. I'm gonna play this jingle if it fucking kills me. me just to make these things all <laughs> I play Mumra. It's Mumra again. It's always him. Oh no! What do you do? Okay, right. Sorry, technology's let us down. But just imagine me, five or six layers of my voice going like this. 
Show offs. La 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 la. <laughs> there we go. Right there. Big thank you to everybody. Have an amazing week. We'll see you next week. Another big thank you to Larry Kenny. And uh, Larry, we're coming to chat to you right now, so don't go anywhere. All right, take it easy, guys. That's the end of the broadcast. See you uh, next episode. Oh. Oh. Show offs. La 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 la. <laughs>